Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. We're the daily podcast that analyzes the 1985 film Return to Oz. And I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And, and I'm Thomas Howith. I'm back again, guys. They couldn't keep me away. <laughs> they tried. I mean, yes. We didn't. I was just about to say, oh, yeah, because we really tried. Well, Tierney started spinning around really fast. And <laughs> I just kind of avoided that and came anyway. We tried like the wheelers tried to attack TikTok and Dorothy. Exactly. As in, we thought about it and then we stopped. Right. Immediately. It was pretty much just a faint. <laughs> um, well, we've got some people almost feeling faint in this minute with fear. This is minute 41 of Return to Oz, which starts with Dorothy demanding answers. She just wants to know what the scarecrow is and what happened to the Emerald City. And it continues with an explanation of what happened and it ends with dorothy knocking on a giant door and telling tiktok he can let the wheeler go now see now i just got this crazy mental image of feruza bulk and a few good men <laughs> uh what oh yes yes she wants answers um, i like it I like it. I, I just took a minute. I had to take a minute to connect. I was like, wait, what? I'm like spooling through a few good men in my mind to try so and No, they're out. not playing baseball. No, they're not swinging no. a bat. They're she not... doesn't say because they stand on a wall and they <laughs> say nothing's going to hurt you down my watch. She doesn't put a baseball bat in a closet. But yeah, she she does want answers. You want she answers? Is... I want the truth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. See, I immediately went to Demi Moore and A Few Good Men. So. <laughs> uh, t- I can cast him uh, a sick burn. Tom Cruise is probably about as tall as Bruce Balk in this movie. <laughs> he is 5'7". <laughs> That's an average height for a guy. He Actually, he's taller than me by half an inch. So I should. <laughs> so, I've actually heard he is, like, a really nice guy in person. So, I don't... I, I just... I couldn't help it. It was low hanging fruit. <laughs> I went for it. That's the cut. That's the only kind you can reach. <laughs> All right. Could TikTok jump off a couch? If he does, he's got springs under his legs to keep him safe. Oh, his legs are—they're very. They've got the—they um, compress, so they're like slinkies. Good, uh, yes. So he probably can get downstairs. It just looks really funny when he does. Worth it. <laughs> 1920s animation style. Right. <gasps> totally. Um, so Dorothy wants to know the truth. She can handle it. What happened to the scarecrow or where is the scarecrow and what happened to the Emerald City? So the wheeler answers what happened to the Emerald City, but where the scarecrow is, only one person knows. So I want to talk about our head wheeler here for a little bit. Our buddy Ponsmar. Right. Please do. So we've got this costume. Have you guys talked much about this costume? Uh, and yeah, this is a look. <laughs> so we all know that the wheelers are supposed to be derived from the the gurney men in the hospital, correct? <laughs> and they, they take her to where she gets goes to the machine. And it's got the shock therapy. Now, it's been a while since I saw the machine. But did it have all kinds of cables and stuff coming off of it, like his shoulder pads? No, it was a very self-contained case. All right, I wasn't sure if it had, um, like, because he looks very no. electronic here, almost. Like he's, He is so colorful compared to 
oh, you know, if you freeze it on second three, I can't tell if it's just the lighting or if the hair dye hadn't completely washed off his ear. Yeah. matches his hair. <laughs> There's a lot either, of that, especially with his balding head. could be true. Well, but he is an artist who, like, can truly transform. No, those, the shoulder pad things always reminded me more of, like, 80s, like, dystopia movies. Right. Like, it's, it's kind of where, like, those crazy dystopian outfits meet someone in a striped bow tie, meets hair dye, meets, um, like, a 60s hippie paisley long sleeve jacket. So, <laughs> I, I have a thought about this. Like, do you think these wheelers are old citizens of the upstanding oz like that had that were wearing suits and stuff around the time when dorothy was here last time and they've just devolved into this different thing because i mean he has a full-on tuxedo oh yeah uh, i mean the, he has a dicky on basically with the with the tie on a, i'm frozen on second 48 and you can absolutely see the tails from his coat um his pants have down the side of the leggings so i I enjoy a bleak the conspiracy theory, and I like the idea that this is this is what they evolved to—the people who survived and weren't turned to stone by the gnome king. I would love to see a story of how the how the wheelers came to be. Well, and it makes sense because the people that we saw turned to stone didn't look exactly like the people she had known in the Emerald City when she first went there. Right. They were dressed slightly differently. So, like, the fashions could have changed. You know, a little bit of time passes. And you'll remember the people of Oz had very different hair colors. They had crazy hair colors. And everybody was, you know, dressed really crazy. So, yeah, I think it fits. I like this idea that some time passed with the scarecrow in charge. No problems. Everything's fine. Then... So, you know, the fashions change a little bit, but everything's mostly the same. And obviously the Emerald City had changed some, too, because, like we said, it doesn't look the same. And then the Gnome King comes, he took all the emeralds, he turned everyone to stone. And then, but some people survived, or maybe they weren't there and came later, but it's been so long that they've actually evolved into wheelers. Right. Oh, I like that. So what is TikTok doing here to gain his cooperation? Is he shocking um, him? Because it totally looks like he's shocking him. I mean, he's acting like he's being shocked, which is I don't like that. <laughs> so in the in the script, the the description of what TikTok is doing is fascinating, uh, although it's not doesn't exactly translate to the final final take. So here, uh, here it says TikTok shakes him like a terrier dog does a rat. Until the wheeler's teeth rattle like hailstones on a window pane. Do you think maybe they just were having trouble shaking him with the <laughs> puppetry arms? Possibly. And they just kind of gave up. So they just told him, here, you shake a lot and we'll pretend that, that TikTok yep. did it. But it ends up... Because TikTok is not shaking yeah, It ends up <laughs> translating more to TikTok electrocuting him. <laughs> Which, you know, I would have to look, but... How common was a taser in 1985? I mean, we're sitting here recording this podcast in 2017 saying that looks exactly like he's getting tased, bro. And <laughs> I don't think in 1985 there would have been that automatic leap 
to think that. Do I need to look up the history of the taser? I think I do. You might need to and post that up on the Listener Society. The flying couch, I'm sorry. Because I'm sure it existed or something like it existed. Okay, okay. Um, Cover patented the design for a device that he named the taser in 1974. The taser was similar to other stun guns invented during the 1960s and 70s. Um, it delivered an electric current via a pair of electrodes connected to the gun by wires and that were shot at the assailant. So, I mean, tasers existed at that point, but they'd only been around for 10 years. And, and stun guns had only been around for at most 20. So I don't know how, you know what I mean? Because that's such a part of like shared culture, shared knowledge. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I could believe he's being tased here, but... Yeah. So... Oh, it de- that's what it looks like. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I don't know much about makeup. Uh, I'm, I've never worn it myself. But it seems to me that his contouring is, is on point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had acted, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I didn't do the makeup myself. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I remember, I remember having to pin down the one guy in one of our plays... And he only trusted his girlfriend to do anything around his eyes. He said he didn't trust the rest of us. Um, yeah. So we've mentioned before, Ponsmar is an artist. He had a lot to do with, like, the style direction for this. Um, I'm trying to look up what his exact credit was other than just being awesome. <laughs> uh, actor. Uh, miscellaneous is that what they call he puppeteered for three episodes of buffy (laughs) yeah he did a lot of puppeteering yes and okay mime movement arranger i knew it was something that i was not going to remember without looking up the the credit um but yeah he was a huge part of the design of all this as far as i can tell yeah because he was discovered during one of his shows Probably not just for his his acting chops, although they are commendable. I I don't know. He's making some choices with the accent in this minute. At the end, especially, he's like, "I will behave." I mean, I know he's trying to get the joke of "I will behave," but it in his defense, he's in his defense, he was just shocked. <laughs> he's well, not just. Who knows how long it took them to get so so um. He says only one person knows who the Scarecrow is, Princess Mombi. And they say, take us to her. And you get this great smash cut because he's like, I will not. I am not taking you there. And the next thing we see is Dorothy knocking on the door. Yes. It's so great. Um, Which is another place in the script that they streamlined from uh, the earlier version to the the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dorothy, Dorothy, instead of just saying, I don't remember her. Dorothy asks what she looks like, and then the wheeler gets into a description that she never yeah. looks the same. Uh, she helped the Gnome King conquer Oz, and Dorothy asks where she lives, and they just they're like, "Yeah, we can we can do better. We'll just yeah. we'll just arrest a development cut. I won't tell you where she is." He did the yeah. the irony cut. <laughs> Buffy is famous oh, for yeah. it. <laughs> Which is yes. So fun. I, well, I mean, clearly it's in my wheelhouse for things I think is funny, and those cracked me up. Yes, this is but, this is a Joss, Joss Whedon tradition here, the irony cut. Yeah. I, you know, I would love to 
get Joss Whedon on the show and ask him what he thinks of Return to Oz, <laughs> I bet he would have some thoughts. Uh, no, but I like this more, too, because it does preserve the mystery of who's Princess Mombi. I don't remember her. You know, like, I, I kind of like that it go that we go in blind. We don't know who this person is, how it happened. I mean, we can surmise that she's in cahoots with the Gnome King, but we don't need... I'm kind of glad we don't get the description of her at this point. There's a moment here in second 32-ish where you see Belina talking, and that is the most puppetist, puppetist, puppetum ever. Oh. <laughs> She's doing just fine. The eyeballs are just a little odd. The, the oh, what's the red part called? I can't think of what it's called. Oh, I don't remember. But it's very plasticky looking. But the way it's, I you know, I kind of like it, though, because the way her whole neck and then her head and then the talking happens, ever since I heard how difficult puppetry is from doing Return to Oz and Never Ending Story as my Movies by Minutes podcast, like, I have a whole new level of respect for how complex this stuff is. And I think that movement is really good. I think it's just the eyes that throw me off in that. I mean, I want, when my chickens talk, I want it to look real, okay? I want, to look, <laughs> I want it to look like a real chicken talking. Come on. They do that, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, it, you want special edition Belina? Is that what nonsense you're spouting? <laughs> no, dear God, no. All right, all right, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Um. I do like the way TikTok is holding on to the wheeler when he's trying to get away. He just has that little bit of his coat in his hand. Yeah, it makes me wonder how heavy is TikTok to be able to hold him like that? Why didn't the guy just like take his jacket off or something? I mean, I, I can't answer the take his jacket off, but I would be willing to bet that TikTok has a uh, hefty weight going on there. Now, does it say what he's made of? Is he brass or is he... I can't remember if it actually calls out what he's made of. Um... The, the script actually describes him as the Copper Man copper. before he reveals his name. Okay. Which I guess makes a little sense yep. that he's, he'd be Copper. Does that mean if he hadn't been in that cave and had just been out in the courtyard, he would look like the Statue of Liberty now? Probably. His, <laughs> his skin would match his eyes. <laughs> oh, that'd be creepy, actually. No, this is better. This is better. And then he'd really be part of the Emerald City. Oh, oh. he'd be the last Emerald, yeah. the Emerald City. It's almost like emeralds are going to be important later, if I remember. <laughs> you know, I have to admit, for all the times I watched this as a kid, I don't think I was ever paying attention when he's like, the Gnome King took all the emeralds and, blah, you know, it's just like, I, I, I just kind of blipped over the actual plot. I'm like waving my hand like, oh, it wasn't important to me. <laughs> So I'm really glad that I am analyzing this and like picking up on all these things of, oh, wow, like we learned a lot in this minute. <laughs> oh, well, I have exhausted my notes. Well, TikTok does let him go. And I suppose we could let you go for another day as long as you come back tomorrow. <laughs> I'll try to come back well rested so that we can finish off the week. Um, I know we just did plugs yesterday, but I will very quickly say for those who are just discovering us, what are you doing? Go back, listen to the other minutes. (laughs) Um, You can find them all at returntoz.com, also known as weogtiogpiog.com. Oh, she took it from me that time, Mike. 
Oof. I'm too quick and clever. I'm a terrible fierce person. <laughs> oh, and you're just really trying to ruin his night, aren't you? Think about it, though. We're done with the weird, like, ooh, things in the, in the voices, so. Oh, no. There's, there's a little more. One of my favorite lines starts off the next yeah. minute. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. I, I just, I was so distracted by, I will behave that. I know you're excited to talk or to get into Princess Mommy, but don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, that was real good. <laughs> oh, oh my nice. God. Air high five, air high five. <laughs> I regret everything. All right. Um, <laughs> so come back tomorrow to see if I've recovered from that. <laughs> I can't start it. Oh my God. <laughs> Weog. Tiog. Piog. 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 Piog.